This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Mount Park. Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hello and welcome to Saver Production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have a classic episode for you about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and the fictional foods therein. Yes. Oh, these fictional food ones, they're some of our favorites. They are so fun to do. They really are. I it um it helps that like, I don't know, like I'm I was an English major and so I kind of miss discussing literature uh, mm-hmm. uh and and other creative works um in some kind of I'm I'm not sure if we're discussing them in a strictly critical way. Um, but we're discussing them. <laughs> we are discussing them and we have, we often have anecdotes and opinions and thoughts yeah Um, maybe what's the deeper meaning of something or what it's what's it's trying to communicate Eh. in this case 42 always (laughs) always (laughs) always uh 2021 was the 42nd anniversary of uh of the publishing i believe of the oh it could be the radio thing i already closed the tab i'm not no one will ever know (laughs) That's very Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for you. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Yep, that's it. That's it. The time has passed. Um, uh, mm. But we did we did this episode originally in August of 2018. Yes. Wow. Wow. Huh. 
Well, and it came up recently in our instant coffee episode, didn't it? Yes, that is why I was thinking of it. That and like I was like, it's sort of time for another fictional foods episode, but I'm not ready to record a new one. Uh, and Douglas Adams is just a delightful human person. And so I was like, let's let's bring it back. Yes. And a lot of you listeners, a lot of you, all of you, all of you are delightful human people as well. Yes. Um, some of you, I cannot wait to share the listener mail we got about instant coffee. We got Ooh. a lot of messages. And a lot of them are fictional, like, food-related. So people did write in about this. People wrote in about um, Dune. Uh, and people wrote in about Seinfeld and a missed reference that I can't believe I missed. I can't wait oh, to talk no. about it. Oh, no. Annie. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm falling down. What's going on with me? Uh, and also, after we did this episode... A kind listener, Tom, Tom B, frequent listener, frequent responder, yeah. sender of messages, sent us the ultimate Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, these books, um, along with a very nice note, because we mentioned in there um, that we, I didn't have it anyway. Yeah, but but both of us had lost our copies. Um, yeah, that's right. I, I very strangely, uh, like, 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 Tom, like, you sent the books, and then I found my copy. And I was oh. like, it was just, it was just right there. I, it was, I don't know. There was some kind you of. I think there was some kind of like black yeah. hole time loop situation. Yeah, or... it was shielded <laughs> by like a somebody else's problem shield or something, something mm. like that. Um, but mm. uh, someone else's problem. I don't remember the exact phrasing from the book. Anyway, um, uh, yes. Thank you so much, though, for sending books. And I, I believe I was able to pass on. Uh, a copy to a friend who also did not have one. And so, wow. The, <sighs> books are great, y'all. I like them. They are great. They are great. That's another one of the reasons we like we like these. I like the excuse to look back at these fun entertainment properties. Yes. And it had been a minute since I'd read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So this is exciting. This is exciting. <laughs> Yes. Um, and uh, I suppose without further ado, we will let past Annie and Lauren take it away. Hello and welcome to Food Stuff. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And ah, it's time for another fictional foods episode. Yeah, it's been a minute, but we are here today to talk about fictional foods. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Edition. Yes. Yeah. I believe I am a fan, and I believe, Lauren, that you are a fan as well. I am very much a fan. It was one of those, um, I, I got a hold of, of a copy of, I think, the, the the whole trilogy, which is five books, yeah. um, in early high school, and it was one of those revolutionary things for me. Like, I, it was just total paradigm shift. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, this yeah. is so good. I think yeah. I had the same copy, and I let someone borrow it. Oh. If you're listening, I <laughs> want it back. <laughs> I can't remember who you are, but I will find you. <laughs> I, I lost my copy as I was I, – because I meant to reread at least the first book when I was when, – when we decided to do this episode, and I it's, – it's not there. It's probably the same person. Oh. The fiend. That person? They're just collecting coffees <laughs> on top of coffees. For what purpose? We don't know. Well, 
one day we'll figure it out. Yes. But I wanted to start with my favorite quote, which I do remember. Uh-huh. I think it's from the restaurant at the end of the universe. He's spending a year dead for tax reasons. <laughs> I just remember that because I, I like read that and I was what, 11? So I don't know anything about taxes. <laughs> I didn't have to pay taxes. <laughs> but for some reason, it, as my mom said, overturned my tickle box. Oh. <laughs> and I just kept laughing and laughing and laughing. <laughs> Such a really, it's a really clear memory for me. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. And we have mentioned Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy before in a couple of past episodes, like um, Gin and Tonic comes right? to mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as per the usual with these fictional food episodes, thanks to Wikia fandom, so helpful. So helpful. Oh, yes. Yes. Hats off to you all, uh, brave, brave soldiers of fandom. Yes. We appreciate your efforts. Mm-hmm. So, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a comedic media series almost entirely written by Earth human Douglas Adams. It started as a BBC radio show in 1978 and was adapted into a wildly popular series of novels, plus stage shows, video games, a television series in 1981, a feature film in 2005, and more other radio shows. That's a lot. It is. Douglas Noel Adams was a writer who was rather famous for not writing. Um, I love deadlines, he wrote. I like the whooshing sound they make as they fly by. (laughs) He was born in Cambridge, England in 1952. His uh, father, a teacher, and his mother, a nurse, divorced when he was five. He was a fan of Monty Python, and he decided to try to get into writing comedy, took a whole lot of odd jobs while he was doing it, and... uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide radio show was an unexpectedly resounding hit that moved him into writing full-time. The the novels almost didn't happen because the BBC was like, oh, novel adaptations of radio series never work. No. Let's not even try that. That's foolish. (laughs) But happened they did. Uh, And also all of those other things. And um, although Adams would struggle with depression and writer's block and, and kind of the weight of that early success... Uh, he'd go on to to do work uh, work in writing that helped protect endangered species. Uh, he married. He had a daughter. He had a ridiculous collection of electric guitars. <laughs> um, and uh, he, he would die uh, suddenly in 2001 when he was just 49. Um, and every year on May 25th, fans and friends celebrate his strange life and legacy with Towel Day, a day on which to openly carry a towel with you because, as the Hitchhiker's Guide taught us, a towel is one of the most useful objects in the universe, and you should never go anywhere without one. I actually have, um, it's a yellow one, and it's one of those ones that gets, like, super small. Oh, yeah? And it is really absorbent and dries really quickly, you know, just in case. It's good to, it's, you know, it's he good was to be something. a fruit who really knows where your towel is. <laughs> This is true. Uh, if, if you have rather no idea what we're talking about, and I'm, I, I'm so sorry if I drop more Britishisms than usual into this particular episode. It, it's thinking about it has my brain in a very English place right now. Um, the eponymous Hitchhiker's Guide is this uh, galactic travel guide. And the media series are about the uh, adventures or misadventures of another Earth human by the name of Arthur Dent traveling galactically. Uh, <laughs> And despite this, the series are way more about the hilariously mundane things in life than they are about science fiction-y things. Uh, 
Adams actually said that he never intended the series to be science fiction, but that he blew up the earth in the first episode, spoiler alert, and he sort of had to. (laughs) Yeah, sort of difficult not to go (laughs) elsewhere if the planet no longer exists. Yes. Uh, So one of those hilariously mundane things about life, the universe, and everything is food and drink. Uh, So there is a lot of that in the series. Um, A lot of the series are actually just about Arthur trying and failing to get a decent cup of tea. Yeah, which we talked about a little bit in our tea episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have, I, have a, <laughs> I have a quote for you. Just stop me at any time. I'll just go on forever. On the, the first spaceship that, that Arthur, or I guess it's the second spaceship, isn't it, that Arthur winds up on. Lauren. I know. Oh, how dare I? <laughs> um, it says, he'd found a neutromatic machine which had provided him with a plastic cup filled with a liquid that was almost but not quite entirely unlike tea. The way it functioned was very interesting. When the drink button was pressed, it made an instant but highly detailed examination of the subject's taste buds, a spectroscopic analysis of the subject's metabolism, and then sent tiny, experimental signals down the neural pathways to the taste centers of the subject's brain to see exactly what was likely to go down well. However, no one knew quite why it did this, because it invariably delivered a cupful of liquid that was almost, but not quite, entirely unlike tea. (laughs) That's one of the things I love about um, these books is that it it's there's all these kind of high tech robot oh, yeah. and it's trying to understand humans and humans just don't make sense essentially <laughs> is the joke like we've done all this math and calculations but nothing is working yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just yeah beings like living beings yeah at their core are completely nonsensical yeah yeah um Bookmenus.com has a breakdown of the most mentioned food and drinks because there are, like tea, a lot of things from Earth show up in the series a lot. They're just usually viewed differently. Uh huh. And we will talk a little bit about that more later. But tea, peanuts, cornflakes, McDonald's hamburger, jello, donuts, very important, custard, <laughs> hot dogs, and rice pudding. Um, and uh, if you're interested, they have a lot more information following all of that. It take a very long time to go through, but more power to you if you want to know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. Huh. So th- that's our basic overview. We're going to pause for a quick break for a word from our sponsor and then get into some specifics. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. 
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm-hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks, but I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip yeah. together. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is, yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. So we have two sections here, foods and drinks. And we're going to start with foods. And we're going to start in that subsection, <laughs> vegan rhino, a.k.a. evil-smelling meat. And by vegan rhino, is it is it vegan? Is it? Nope. It's not what you're thinking, oh. probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> vegan here does not necessarily mean what it means on Earth. It means from the Alpha Lyrae star system. Oh, like Vega, like ve- vegan. Yep. Vegan, not vegan. Yep. I get it. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Speaking of meat, there are also a perfectly normal beasts, which happen to pass through this uh, particularly superstitious settlement on a planet called Lamuella periodically. Um, when Arthur crash lands there and is asked why the Almighty Bob sent him, um, he, he sets himself up as the Almighty Bob's Sandwich maker. Oh, important job. Yeah, yeah. Um, And his primary ingredient for these sandwiches is perfectly normal beast. For upon Lamuella, every aspect of making the humble sandwich has been developed beyond the dreams of even the picnic food epicures on Thermos Magna 6. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Um, In The Restaurant at the End of the Universe, which is a book about a fictional restaurant within that book, (laughs) They serve sentient and suicidal meat. Self-serving, you see. Yeah, yeah. It's explained as being the most humane choice, you know, rather than get tangled up in whether it's okay to eat regular animals and plants, which cannot consent. um, Someone bred a type of cow that actively wants to be eaten. What a life. (laughs) Good evening, madame and gentlemen. I am the main dish of the day. May I interest you in parts of my body? 
Huh? Oh, well. Something off my shoulder, perhaps, braised in a little white wine sauce. There's the Hagro Biscuit, and this is a Dintrasi specialty, a lower-quality foodstuff that they uh, served to the Vogans, whom they detested. The, de- <laughs> the Dintrasi were known for having really nice food, but they made pure crap for the Vogans. So anyone expecting nice Dintrasi food but got something they made with the Vogans in mind was going to be disgusted and surprised. Um, and I'm not sure what this is, but the internet show, will return a, a result of a blue bread topped with guacamole. Well, that's what it looks like. I have no idea what's actually going on. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a bright blue bread <laughs> topped with something bright green. Fill in as your imagine, imagination sees fit. Um, there's Starbucks, which is a cereal brand. Algolian Zylet Burger, which Zafat Biebelbrox described as, quote, a kind of meat burger made with the most unpleasant parts of a creature well known for its total lack of any pleasant parts. <laughs> that sounds appetizing. <laughs> and as we mentioned earlier, um, earth foods, several earth foods show up throughout the series, but in different ways than we would expect. For instance, beer is used as a muscle relaxant. Although I would say you could argue some of us use it that way, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Peanuts are a sort of protein supplement. Uh, and tea. Tea can power alien improbability machines. Quote, The principle of generating small amounts of finite improbability by simply hooking the logic circuits of a bamble-weenie 57 sub brain to an atomic vector plotter suspended in a strong Baronian motion producer, say, a nice hot cup of tea, were of course well understood. Of course. (laughs) When human Arthur Dent confused computers by asking for tea, they asked him, why? And his response was, it makes me happy. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of poor, nice. Poor Arthur. <laughs> yeah, poor Arthur. <laughs> Coffee, on the other hand, um, and specifically stirring it, has sort of a butterfly effect on bistro mathematics. Yes. Bistro mathematics is an understanding of numbers that accepts that numbers are not absolute, but dependent on the movement of the observer in restaurants. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, uh, quote, just as Einstein observed that time was not an absolute but depended on the observer's movement in space and that space was not an absolute but depended on the observer's movement in time, it is now realized that numbers are not absolute but dependent on the observer's movement in restaurants. Yeah, I love this. Uh, so yeah, so, so like the number of people a table is reserved for versus the number of people who wind up eating, um, and the, the time that the party is supposed to arrive versus when they actually do. And the build amount versus how much anyone who's showed up is prepared to pay and mm-hmm. whether or not they have money with them. Um, the work of calculating all of these non-absolute numbers can, can allow you to manipulate the very fabric of reality. Yes. Is, is what's going on in Bistro Mathematics. There's a ship that has a Bistro Mathematics engine. Mm-hmm. The, the engine is made up of a robotic restaurant the the servers and all the all the bits and pieces are all robotic and uh, it's what it's doing is actively calculating all of these numbers these these non absolute numbers mm-hmm. these numbers uh, so, some of which are reciprocal exclusions which are uh, numbers whose existence can only be defined as being anything other than themselves 
like time of arrival. Is right. One. <laughs> exactly. That's my favorite one. So, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so yeah, um, trying trying to, to to solve these equations can isn't get can get you far. I think, isn't it like the most powerful something of parascience? It's very powerful. It is. It is, and it's and it's a little bit less sticky than improbability uh, mathematics, which is what drives another engine. Yes, um, involved in the series. There's a lot of engines there, being driven around. There, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So that's uh, the food overlook, but really, we got to talk about some drinks. Oh yes, yes. Okay. But, First, we're going to pause for a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Could just be me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent, only in theaters May 17th. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm -hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks, but I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip together. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. All right. So the first thing we have to talk about 
is Jank's spirit. That old Jank spirit. Yes, I think that has, is what it's more usually called. <laughs> um, and this is a spirit. <laughs> People drink it for the same multitude of reasons we do, but it's way stronger than most of the stuff we Earthlings are familiar with. And there are several interesting drinking games <laughs> involving Jank Spirit, mostly played in hyperspace ports in the Orion Beta Star system. Here are the rules of one of them. Two people sit across from each other at a table, glass placed in front of both, and a bottle of Jank Spirit in the center of the table. And then both contestants, maybe fools, <laughs> uh, would sort of use the force. They had telepsychic powers and attempt to tip the bottle so that it would pour some of the spirit into the glass of their opponent, who would then have to chug it. Rinse and repeat, bottle after bottle. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like beer pong or beerio, beerio cart, but worse. Um, a loss meant you'd probably keep losing because the alcohol, I mean, it messes with a lot of things, but it also messes with the telepsychic powers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Once whatever predetermined amount of jank spirit was consumed and a final winner emerged, the loser had to perform a forfeit, which was typically an obscene biological thing. Old Jinx Spirit has appeared in a couple of Star Wars properties, <laughs> including the Force Unleashed 2 novel and other things. And there's a drinking song. There is. I've been debating all day whether I was going to sing this or yeah. if I was just going to say it. Oh, don't give me none more of that old Jinx Spirit. No, don't give me none more of that old Jinx Spirit. For my head will fly, my tongue will lie, my eyes will fry, and I may die. Won't you pour me one more of that sinful old jank spirit? <laughs> so rousing tune, I'm sure. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of something else you probably shouldn't drink, pan-galactic goggle blasters. These were invented by the character Zafad, um, and they are a Jank's spirit cocktail with one of the most explicit descriptions in the books when it comes to food or drink item. Quote, Take the juice from one bottle of that old Jank spirit. Pour it into one measure of water from the seas of Sagagenius V. Allow three cubes of Octurin Megagen, Megagen to melt into the mixture. It must be properly iced or the benzene is lost. Allow four liters of Falian marsh gas to bubble through it. Over the back of a silver spoon float a measure of Qualactin hypermint extract. Drop in the tooth of an Algolian sun tiger. Sprinkle Zamphor. Add an olive. Drink. But very carefully. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, periods in there. Uh, ellipses, yeah. <laughs> yes. And you should drink it very, very carefully, is compared to, quote, the alcoholic equivalent of a mugging, expensive and bad for the head. <laughs> and it's like having your brain smashed out by a slice of lemon wrapped around a large gold brick. Another description of its potency is as follows. After two of those babies, the dullest, most by-the-book Vulcan will be up on the bar in stilettos, yodeling mountain shanties and swearing he's the king of the gray-binding fiefdoms of Saxaqueen. <laughs> There's a lot of fun words in here. 
Its inventor himself advises never drink more than two pangalactic gargle blasters unless you are a 30-ton mega elephant with bronchial pneumonia. Whew. There are places you can go in the book to rehabilitate yourself after having one, one of these. <laughs> in the TV show, a drop of the liquid burned a hole in the floor. But despite all of this, it carries the label, the best drink in existence. You know? <laughs> it's certainly something to remember, if only you could. Um, and so, uh, of, of course, uh, tantalized as as humans are by descriptions of this sort. Uh, many people have made real-life versions. Yeah. Um, uh, the You can find some at the uh, Zaffa Bibelbox Bar in Ottawa, Ontario. So cool. Or um, Le Dernier Bar Avant la Fin du Monde in Paris, which was also cool. I've never been to any of these places, but I, I delved into their websites. <laughs> or Wisconsin's 42 Lounge. Oh, 42. Yeah, the That's answer a, to the universe. Yeah. It's an important number. It is. When asked about the recipe for the pan-galactic gargle blaster, Douglas Adams, the author, responded, Unfortunately, there are a number of environmental and weapons treatises, treaties, and weapons treaties and laws of physics which prevent one being mixed on Earth. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, there are real-world recipes that you can find online and one I found from tour.com is as follows one ounce or more of absinthe or pastis which is sort of a near absinthe um, one ounce of brandy four ounces chilled club soda, one teaspoon cardamom infused honey various oddities to garnish <laughs> and then he has a recipe on how to make uh, the cardamom honey so you know if you're looking to Try some yourself or throw a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy-themed party, invite us, and make this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's basically a Tom Collins. <laughs> basically. With, with like, yeah, like, like maybe something a little bit absinthe flavored. Yeah. Tossed in. A bit of color. Yeah. Garnished with an olive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking of, um, of course, the Gin Anthony Kiss, which I think is supposed to be Gin mm. and the Tonics, the Gagrakaka version of gin and tonics, essentially. Only again, way stronger. That's that's a theme in this this whole thing. I've, I've realized it's strong enough to kill a cow at 100 paces. That's a serious gin. That's and a tonic. very serious drink. It is. I mean, all drinking is serious. Drink responsibly. <laughs> yes. Especially any pan-galactic charcoal blasters, <laughs> should you run across one. Oh, yeah, man. If Zaphod ever hands you a drink, drink extremely responsibly, <laughs> by which I probably mean not at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely do the old toss-over-your-shoulder thing for that <laughs> And that brings us to the end of this classic episode. We hope that you enjoyed it as much as we clearly enjoyed doing it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, oh, and uh, one thing that I forgot to mention at the top, uh, there is or there was a little bit of Hitchhiker's news as of like 2019, 2020, like early 2020. Um, it was announced that Hulu was doing a new adaptation, I think a maybe a miniseries, and it was supposed to start filming in like mid-2020, and then mm -hmm. that did not happen. 
Um, and uh, I'm not sure if it's in like development hell at this point or what's going on. There hasn't been an update in a minute. Uh, but but goodness, I hope that that happens. I always want, I always, always, always want new filmic adaptations of this property. New adaptations, <laughs> period. I just yes. love it. Yes, me too. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe another revisit will be in order. <laughs> yes. Yes. But in the meantime, listeners, uh, if there is any other fictional food property we should be covering, you've got to let us know. Please email us at hello at saverpod.com. You can also find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SaverPod, and we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.